Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. of the NFL season and it is week 14 of your fantasy football season are you trying to make that final playoff push well I'm here for you 312-332-3776 Jeff Meller with you here with you every Sunday during the fantasy football season during the football season from 8 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN 1000 again you can give me a call there at 312-332-3776 I'll do my best to answer questions for you of course, if you're new to the show, this is where in the first segment I'll run through all the key injuries that you need to be aware of for week 14. And then after that, we will take your calls and try and make sure that everybody is happy and gets a dub this week and hopefully propels themselves into the fantasy football playoffs. You can also hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Miller. That's Jeff underscore M-E-L-L-E-R on Twitter. Of course, the fantasy football show is presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And the fine folks over at Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. All right, so to the injuries we go. The first one we have today is in Baltimore, where, of course, the quarterback is in question. So not sure if we're getting the highlights there, but Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens is, of course, out. We know that is the case right now, and that is very problematic if you've been relying upon Lamar Jackson all season long. Of course, he's been struggling as of late, and that's been an issue to this point for a lot of fancy owners. But if you've been able to survive to this point and you've gotten along, well, that is good news because hopefully you've found an alternative to roll with at this point. But right now, he is going to be out likely until Christmas Eve at the earliest when the Ravens play again. So Lamar Jackson is going to be out at least for the foreseeable future. And I have to imagine it's going to be very difficult for anybody to consider using him at this point in the playoffs if we still have uh, an issue, if you know what I mean. So it's going to be problematic for Lamar Jackson to use him, I think, at any point in the fantasy football season from here on out, just because let's think about it. Even when he returns, he's going to be have been gone for a minimum of two weeks, right? And it's just been such a disastrous season that if you are able to get yourself to the point where you're still alive in your playoffs without Lamar Jackson, I don't know how you could realistically use him at this point. So Lamar Jackson out today, out until at least Christmas Eve. At least that's the reports we have today. And honestly, again, for fantasy football purposes, I don't really see how you can realistically use him at this point um, until you see him back on the field performing again like the Lamar Jackson we're familiar with. All right, moving on to New York. 
Jones lined up left. Saquon takes the snap. Saquon bounces outside. Barkley's in for the touchdown, and the Giants have the lead with 6.08 to go. So Saquon Barkley, this is probably the biggest injury we have on tap today in New York. It's just uh, it's just tough. He right now, the latest reports we have from all the NFL insiders, the national bigwigs, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, is that Saquon Barkley is 50-50 dealing with this neck injury. And I'll be honest, look at the matchup. The Giants are taking on the Eagles the Eagles have a tendency to jump out early on quite a few of their opponents these days. And if that's the case, you could very easily see the game getting away from the Giants who struggle offensively. And if that's the case, why wouldn't they easily consider removing Barkley early? Listen, it's a tough one, but I don't like this matchup. And the fact that Saquon Barkley comes into it banged up and at a point where they're considering him a game time decision, I know it's tough. But if you've got any viable alternative that you are considering, um, I think it's certainly a possibility to bench Saquon Barkley today, even if he's starting, because that matchup's bad. And when you've got a guy who's been injured all week in practice, I'm just concerned about it. So, And by the way, if you haven't noticed, Barkley has definitely struggled over the last few weeks as well, as the entire Giants offense has struggled to move the ball. So Barkley... He's one I'm sure we'll get a lot of questions about throughout the show today, but uh, I don't love it right now for Saquon Barkley and the Giants. All right, in the Seattle Seahawks backfield. Gino will turn around and hand it off, and there's Walker's first big run of the game. That's a huge hole. Kenneth Walker, the 21-year-old rookie, is going for 69 yards into the end zone, and we're tied at 31. Uh, it's always nice to have a 69-yard touchdown run, but... We're, of course, concerned about the ankle injury, and it looks like Kenneth Walker is not going to be available for the Seattle Seahawks today. That's a blow, obviously, because a lot of people who were able to grab him off waiver wires throughout the middle of the season have become dependent on him as he's been a very reliable source of fantasy points. DJ Dallas, the backup running back for the Seahawks, is also likely to be out. So now we're dealing with an assortment of running backs that you do not want to touch. Travis Homer... He's a decent third down back, pass catching back, but honestly, I don't trust him. He's not going to be the featured back by any means for the Seahawks. Of course, we've got Godwin Buike, who might be the most interesting running back in the Seattle Seahawks backfield, but I certainly am not going to trust him if my playoffs are on the line. And then Tony Jones Jr. is in the mix as well. So that's a three-headed monster in Seattle that's going to play for Kenneth Walker that I do not feel good about. I can't give you any clarity on who is going to see the most touches today. So um, I'd say, if at all possible, completely avoid the Seattle Seahawks backfield today. Second and 10. To the end zone, and it's a touchdown for the third straight week. Mike Williams finds the promised land. All right, so what are we doing with Mike Williams here? He was back in practice this week, completely removed from the injury report, which means he will be a go Sunday night. So I think that's the good news is we don't have to wait until Sunday night to kind of play this one out because that's been tricky with the Chargers in the past, waiting on Mike Williams in particular. However, you may recall the last time we saw Mike Williams on the field was on a Sunday night football game, and he was returning from this same ankle injury, and... He immediately had to leave the game after making a great sideline catch after he re-injured the ankle. So 
If you can avoid using Mike Williams today, I would probably do it. It's one of those situations where ankle injuries, I think I've said this numerous times in the past on this show, but I like to see it before I I can go ahead and just believe in it. So I want to see that he's back and healthy. It's a pretty good match against the Dolphins tonight with a secondary that uh, can be taken advantage of. And also, you have to imagine the Chargers are going to need to score to keep up with the Dolphins. So if... If you want to start him, I can see it, and he is going to be active tonight, so that's the good news. But I personally am waiting on Mike Williams in a couple leagues until he shows me that he's back and fully healthy and can get through a game before I use him. All right, here we go to the Jacksonville quarterback. Lawrence, on the move, looking, throws, end zone, touchdown! Zay Jones! Lawrence just drops a dime. So Trevor Lawrence dropping dimes this season. He's been fairly productive for us in fantasy football. He has been listed as questionable all week, all week long. However, looks like he is going to be back for the Jaguars today against the Titans. Now, this is obviously a tough matchup against that Titans defense. But if anything, you can throw on the Titans a little bit. Running is where it's much more questionable against them. So if you have been holding out that Trevor Lawrence would be your guy, he is going to be active for the Jaguars today and Zay Jones who you heard him throw to in that highlight also expected to play even though he's been listed as questionable all week long so Jones and Lawrence should be available for the Jaguars today so I think they're both guys you can consider using if uh, you were holding out on them and to Cleveland where we've got some issues with the wide receiving core on first down Brissett with time throwing for the end zone caught touchdown Amari Cooper All right, so Amari Cooper listed as questionable. Looks like he is going to be available for the Browns today. I think, though, the real question is, do you want to use him after what we saw from Deshaun Watson last week, which was clearly um, someone who was dealing with some real rust issues and honestly against the Bengals, a pretty solid defense as well. I don't love it. And so if you can have an alternative other than Amari Cooper that you like, I would say it's probably the more prudent path because I don't feel great right now about Amari Cooper and the Browns passing game until we actually see Deshaun Watson show us that he is anywhere close to being the guy who has not played in over a couple of years. Obviously, he did play last week, but clearly that was uh, that left a lot to be desired. So if you can hold out and wait on Amari Cooper this week, I think that's probably the uh, best path. All right, how about the Steelers wide receiving core? And Snell hasn't seen a ton of time. That was just his 16th offensive snap this year. Now Roethlisberger's going to air it out. And it's caught in stride. Deontay Johnson, a 50-yard touchdown strike. So what are we doing here? Listen, I'm playing Deontay Johnson highlights, but the truth is that even though he's going to be active today, you've got George Pickens throwing a fit on the sidelines as well. And that's a situation, too, where you wonder, okay, will Pickens be punished because of his outburst on the sidelines as a rookie? Or will they actually, the Steelers, get the memo and understand that one of their most talented receiving threats is very frustrated because he's not getting opportunities? It's it's tough to predict how that one's going to go. And, oh, by the way, the Ravens, um, this rivalry matchup is not a great scenario for either. So I think if you can steer yourself away from both Deontay Johnson and George Pickens today, I'd uh, be perfectly okay with that because I don't love the matchup for either, and I just don't love the Steelers passing game right now. Um, but 
On the other side of the ball for the Ravens, we have an interesting return. Baltimore trying to add to its lead. Jackson from the gun. Dobbins corner. Dobbins turns it upfield for the touchdown. First of his career, J.K. Dobbins. All right, so here's the interesting thing. I'm not sure we had a whole lot of indication that J.K. Dobbins turned quickly. And he is going to be back from injury reserve today and active for the Baltimore Ravens. I certainly cannot, cannot repeat justify starting him this week but it does cloudy the picture for both Gus Edwards and uh, hopefully we're not relying on Kenyon Drake at this point but I don't know how you feel comfortable using either guy but I do think if somebody cut J.K. Dobbins he's certainly worth a stash on your bench at this point um, with Tyler Huntley playing quarterback for the Ravens today it is going to be an offense that we just uh don't expect to be as explosive as it usually is with Lamar Jackson. Even though Tyler Huntley's a decent facsimile for for Lamar, he's certainly not as explosive. So I'm a little bit concerned about the Ravens' offense today. And how about the Tampa backfield? What are we doing with this? First down and goal for Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette. He's in. Touchdown, Bucks. All right, so uh, Leonard Fournette, who came in last week, it seemed like Rashad White had kind of cemented his role in the backfield as the lead back, and he actually started last Monday night's game, you'll probably recall, against the Saints. But nevertheless, as the game ticked on and Rashad White got a little bit banged up, they turned back to Leonard Fournette, and all of a sudden, Leonard Fournette was the leading toucher in the back in the Bucks backfield last week so honestly don't love using either at this point if it's avoidable but I understand for a lot of people it's not so we're going to play that out throughout the show today I'm sure there'll be plenty of Fournette questions he's a hard guy to pinpoint because week in and week out I just don't trust him and that Bucks offense has been absolutely abysmal as well so not feeling great about Fournette or Rashad White at this point. One more name I'll mention. Uh, no need for a highlight here, Kendra. We'll go with Traylon Burks. If you didn't notice, he was already ruled out in concussion protocol for the Titans. So no, no luck if you wanted to use the Titans rookie wide receiver today. He's going to be out. All right. There are all the key injuries for week 14. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show. Presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Up next, taking your calls. Again, 312-332-3776. If you've got a fantasy football dilemma, here on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. If I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. i got no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Jeff Meller back here on ESPN 1000, taking your calls, talking fantasy football. Bears on by this week, so you will not have me with Deion Miller for a pregame show today. But uh, still plenty of NFL conversation on ESPN 1000 throughout the day, including a little bit of football action as well in the afternoon for you. So if you're driving around, don't worry. We got your NFL 
covered on ESPN 1000. Again, I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. All right, this is the portion of the show. Again, if you're new to us as we try and get you that win for either a buy in the playoffs or maybe maybe just to get you into the playoffs, this is where I take your calls, 312-332-3776, and we bat around all the fantasy football dilemmas you out there have. Let's get things started with Gerald, who's in Hoffman Estates. Gerald, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, need one running back and one wide receiver. Uh, the running back choice is uh, Ezekiel Elliott or Jeff Wilson. All right, and, so... Uh, So, I apologize if, uh, in case, just in case my connection's a little bit off there, I apologize. Gerald, I would say, um, honestly, I don't know what's going on with the Miami Dolphins backfield. It's tough to pinpoint what exactly Mike McDaniel is trying to do in particular. I think I lean towards Ezekiel Elliott, knowing that Tony Pollard is going to be the lead back, but I just think. Ezekiel Elliott having the goal line role is a situation where you probably feel a little more safe with him over Jeff Wilson these days because I just can't really give you any clarity on what's going to happen in that Dolphins backfield with Raheem Mostert there. So unfortunately, I wish we you know felt more comfortable saying Jeff Wilson's the guy, but it's just it's hit or miss these days with the Dolphins. So I think I would go with Ezekiel Elliott there, Gerald. Let's try Scott, who is in Maryville. Hey, Scott, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, my good man? Um, I was listening earlier, so I think my original question I want to switch because it doesn't seem like you're too confident in Seattle running backs. So instead, I'd like to ask you, this is a flex PPR, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, between George Pickens or James Cook? Because I'm like you with Pickens. I don't know how Colin yeah. can respond I, that way. You know, I'll tell so. you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, Scotty, after after the performance we we saw from James Cook, I am definitely going to say I think you have to go roll with him because here's the thing. There is a limited amount of pass attempts each week from the Steelers passing game. So even if Pickens has a good week and gets into the end zone, chances are I don't think he's caught more than six balls in a game. So he's certainly right. been limited, you know, for that PPR format. And then last week we saw James Cook go out and get 20 touches. I think he caught five or six balls. So he looks like he very well could be the lead back. Now, I understand Singletary. We've seen this a little bit in the past, but I don't think James Cook gets 20 touches and looks as good as he did last week and then is relegated to the backup role. So yeah, even if it's closer to like – Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off, like Even if it's like closer him, to – I was just worried because of the Jets matchup. No, I, I get it, but the truth is that I think the Bills are good enough where – there, you know, you like again. It, it'd be different if it was somebody who I felt stronger about. But you're, but just like you pointed out, I, I don't love Pickens today, and so I think I think Cook's an easy play for me. Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right, good luck, Scott. Hopefully, you get that dub. Let's try Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. David, how you doing, man? Good, good. How are you this morning, Jeff? Hey, uh, doing well. Doing uh, well. You're gonna yell at me. I need uh, two of these uh, four. Uh, I got in a PPR, of course. Uh, Chark, McKenzie. Pierce, who hasn't done much, you got a tough uh, matchup today. Yeah. And I, I kind of like him with Cook, Cooks and Nico Collins out. And then my last guy, which you don't like the defense, is is Homer for uh, Seattle. It's a PPR, and you need two of those, Dave? Yeah, and I have, 
and I do have to start one running back of those two. So I okay. am leaning Pierce right now. But yeah, and and I know I went through it all last week with the Pierce situation. Just but yeah, at a certain point, um, you know, when it's a volume play, right? Like I don't know if you're going to have enough guys, or, or I'm sorry, enough volume from your other options there. Like even if Pierce, you know. He has a tough day. It still feels like he's a, he's a gimme for five or six points the way the Texans use him, and probably more because he does catch a few balls. So I got to keep Pierce in there for sure. And then even though I don't have certainty regarding it, I think I think I'd use Travis Homer because he's he is a pass catching back for them. And so even though even if it is divvied up amongst those three running backs that I mentioned at the outset, Dave, I think Travis Homer and a PPR guy is probably the uh the best bet in seattle and then with because with the dj chark i feel like you're just chasing from last week he, he could be better going okay. forward for the lions but i think you know i think we're we're chasing the points from last week if, if you roll with him this week all right so Thanks, Jeff. have a nice day you do the same as well dave let's try tj who's on the south side teach what's going on what's up guys good morning to you and the guys in the back all right i'm starting and the, and the, and the ladies kendra Kendra hanging out today. Oh, okay. Sorry, Kendra, my bad. All right, Jalen Hurts. I'm starting. Jalen Hurts, Latavius Murray, Derek McKinnon, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker. So now I have a defensive question, finally. Vikings, Dolphins, or the Carolina Panthers? All right, so we don't get too many uh, deep. Uh, and is, I, I guess I should just uh, ask the basic question. It's pretty standard. Um, scoring for your fantasy defense, right? Yeah. We're not talking any. Yeah. Okay, because it, listen, it, that's the, the you know, I, I don't know people who are kind of newer to fantasy football, and I know that's not you, TJ, but, you know, just to, just to kind of lay it out for everybody here. The one thing about fantasy football, at least in most scoring formats, is that the good defenses aren't necessarily rewarded because the way defensive fantasy scoring is broken down, it really just rewards yeah. turnovers, sacks, and then the occasional touchdown, which is damn near impossible to predict right so um i don't 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 really love the vikings against the lions because the lions have shown offensively same thing with the dolphins um so but you know the panthers in seattle has what's up you just picked them up yeah i mean of those options i think honestly they're the ones i like the best because um you know i just don't like going against High-powered, high-powered offenses, and the Vikings defense hasn't really proven that it is worth uh, anything special this season. So, yeah, I think I'd use the Panthers, DJ. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. See, even that, uh, the occasional defensive call here on the Fantasy Football Show. Let's go on out to Mike in Mount Prospect. Mikey, how you doing, my friends? Hey, Jeff, I, how are you? I've got to... Hold on, Mike. Mike, Mike I'm going to get ahead of you. I apologize because I'm pretty sure I told, I gave you Camara over Jamal Williams last week, right? Oh, that's all right. I won last week. It didn't matter. There you go. All right. Thank, thankfully, I mean, it did I, felt, I felt we were on the same page, man. You know, uh, and I would have gone with him without talking to you. So don't worry about that. Nice. I got. I, 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 in fact, I had top score of the year of the week. Um, oh, there you go. No hard problem people. now. I got week fourteen buys. Uh, got. Uh, 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 Kamara on by. I've got Jonathan Taylor on by and Dylan on by. So I picked up Gus Edwards. This is how bad it is. But I just picked up this morning when I found out uh, um, the running back for um, Walker is out. So I did pick up Travis sure. uh, Homer. It's it's a tough call. Obviously, both garbage guys, but I got to use one. I, I'm leaning towards yeah. Homer, but I don't know yeah. how you feel. 
I think your instincts are right there, Mike. I agree. I think, and, and, you know, I know I kind of, at the outside, that's what always happens, right? I say, I don't know how good I feel about this backfield situation. And then all the calls start rolling in and, and I'm looking at my screen right now and multiple people have Travis Homer up there. And even though I don't feel great about knowing definitively what's going to happen in the Seattle backfield, I do think that Travis Homer is likely to see the most touches. And, in, and maybe I should make that caveat. In PPR formats, which yours is, Mike, I think most people, right. should, they probably can feel good about using Homer in a PPR. Not so much in a standard scoring, but I do think he's probably likely to catch four or five balls at the minimum. So that's the good news. So I think I would use Homer over Gus Edwards, especially because we've got the news that J.K. Dobbins Rob, is yeah, returning Dobbins for the Ravens. You know? So, yeah, I think All Homer's right, the play. All right, Mikey, go get, uh, go get a win. Make the playoffs. That's the plan. Let's try... One more before we take a quick timeout. Let's try Tom, who's in Bridgeport. What do you got, Tommy? Hello, Tom. Hey, Tom, you there? Tom. All right, let's uh, put Tom back. We'll see if we can reestablish connection with him. All right, but that's how we do it. 312-332-3776. If you've got a fantasy football question, right now i got one line open, otherwise full phone line. So jump on in right now. If you get a busy signal, keep on trying because we'll try and get you in before the show wraps at 9. But I am Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Hope you're having a good Sunday morning here on ESPN 1000. I am Jeff Meller with you every Sunday morning during the football season from 8 to 9 a.m. Taking your fantasy football dilemmas as we try and help everybody with their playoff push. Week 14 for most people, the final regular season week. So hopefully we can get you on in or maybe maybe we can even seal up that buy for you. But uh, if you have a question, 312-332-3776 or hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. All right, to Brookfield we go with Sam on the line. Sammy, what do you got? How you doing, Jeff? Uh, question, kind of an emergency. I went and I'm in. Uh, I already have Andre Swift in my RB spot, so I have flex, a flex problem because I had Burks. He's out. So I have um, Jamal, Jamal Williams, the other running back from Detroit, Jamison Williams, the rookie wide receiver, and Chubba Hubbard is also an option. Yeah, and I see that uh, you noted uh, with my producer, Kendra Smith, there that uh, you've also got DeAndre, DeAndre Swift as well, right? So that's probably yeah. slightly why you're reluctant. I, st- I still think in that situation, though, Sam, it's pretty easy for me to say Jamal Williams. Jameson Williams, yeah, I know they've been talking about him having a role this week, but we just didn't see it last week, right, when he returned. So I don't know how you could blindly use him. I think Jamal Williams especially because he, even if DeAndre Swift becomes, um, you know, back to the lead back for the Lions, I still think Jamal Williams will be the guy who gets the ball near the goal line. So it's almost, it's not a terrible situation. If you had to pick any, you know, running back combination to use across the league for fantasy football, it would probably be the Lions. They're probably the best, you know, one-two combo where both guys can actually score for you. So, I would use Jamal right. Williams, Sam. All right. I appreciate the advice. No problem, man. Good luck. Let's hope it works out. Let's try Joe, who's on the north side. 
Joey, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, how's it hey, going? Joe. I'm in running back hell from because of the bye week. Um, sure. I got Travis Homer, um, Jordan Mason, and then I got Gus Edwards. Is it a PPR or a standard? It's a PPR, full PPR. Okay, then I think Travis Homer it pretty easily feel good about that. Certainly, the only caveat would be that um, it's <laughs> possible that Gus Edwards, you know, I, he could score a touchdown and kind of make his week. But I think in a PPR format, Travis Homer, much safer play there. So I'd use him. Okay, thank you very much. All right, good luck to you, Joe. Let's go on out to Steve, who's in McHenry. Steve, you are on ESPN. Hold on one second here. Sorry, Steve, as I try and punch you in real quick. All right, there we go. Steve in McHenry has a QB dilemma. What's up, Steve? It wasn't your fault. That was uh, on my end. Don't worry about it. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I got uh, no quarterback, Tua Tunga Vailoa, Trevor Lawrence, or Jared Goff. All right, so I would immediately cross Trevor Lawrence off the list here just because he does come in dealing with that uh, that injury. Even though he'll play, I, you know, I think both Tua and Goff are clearly better plays this week. I'm still – it was a tough week last week, but let's factor in the defense I think was really the problem for Tua. So – with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddell, and a Chargers defense that has been more than suspect this year, I would use Tua over Goff today. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning towards. I got a flex question, yeah. too. Darius Slate uh, or Zay Jones? All right, so I would go with Zay Jones there, Steve. You snuck it in on me. I try to limit my folks to uh, to oh, one. Um, no, no, it's all right. No, listen, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, it's not that big a deal, but uh, I tried to uh, – just uh, keep it to one so I can keep it moving here. And let's see if uh, – all right. That is – so, yeah, I would go with Zay Jones there, Steve. Um, hey, Kendra, if you could, I'm having difficulties with my call screener here. So, if you wouldn't mind punching in the calls as we move forward. Um, thanks for the call, Steve. Appreciate it, man. All right. I apologize. Thank you. Oh, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Not your fault, Steve. Um, let's see if I can disconnect here. There we go. All right. Um so let's see if this works here. Let's try uh, Ali, who's in Rogers Park. Ali, you're on the fantasy hey, football show Jeff, on ESPN how are 1000. You? Good, man. What do you got? How's it going, Jeff? I it's need, going well. Um, how are you doing? I'm living the dream one day at a time. So I got um, <clears throat> I got five wide receivers. I need two. Markevious Brown. I heard what you had to say about Mike Williams, so maybe I, I, I have him too. Darius Layden, um, and then Donovan Peoples-Jones and DJ Moore. Are you leaning towards and, Brown and Slayton then? Do you need – how many do you need, Ali? One or – Two. Two. Or two, okay, two. So, no, I – so DJ Moore is still um, the top guy I want to use of those options. And then Marquise Brown, right, on uh, Arizona? Marquise. Oh, I always do that. Marquise, yeah. yes. Marquise, no, no, yes. hey, no, no, I, no worries. I just wanted to uh, clarify, make sure we're all good. Um, um, so – all right, so if it were me, Ali, I would use Mike Williams over Marquise Brown. But I'm a little bit, you know, that's that's there's the risk involved, right? Like the fact that he did leave the game immediately last week and when he re-injured his ankle. So if you want to be a little risk adverse, then uh, Marquise Brown would be the guy I use over Mike Williams. But um, of, like I like Mike Williams of those options there. So, okay. but you know, if okay. you want, again, if you want to take the risk out of it and use Marquise Brown and wait for a week on Mike Williams, I think that's yeah. perfectly acceptable. Well, you know what I mean? Would you say like today's my first playoff game. Um, so our okay. playoff started week 14. Would you use Mike Williams then? 
So, okay, it's it's a good question, and, and I assume it's one week, right? It's not it's not a yeah. dual week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially in a playoff scenario, are you? I would probably still lean towards Mike Williams because I think the upside is much bigger for him. Um, okay. You know, the 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 Cardinals don't have a you know it's a tough <laughs> matchup against the Patriots defense, so I think against the Dolphins in a, in a game where I think there'll be a lot of points, I would lean towards Mike Williams, Ali. <laughs> Okay, that works. I was also able to pick up James Cook. Um, I think he's a smart use to, to use over Pachenko and Flex. I know I'm not supposed to ask two questions. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's two. everybody's violating the rules. Um, yeah, I think uh, I like I like James. Cook. I'm gonna let you go at least, so you don't ask me a, a third question on the way out there. But yes, I would use uh, James Cook over Isaiah Pacheco today. I think it's um I liked his role in Buffalo last week. I think he finally might be the lead back. So I think I would gamble on the upside of James Cook. Let's try Elliot, who also has a James Cook question in Deerfield. Elliot, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, quick flex question for you. I've got Cook, uh, Zay Jones, and I've also got Juju Smith-Schuster for, for the flex position. Yeah, so uh, I definitely, Zay Jones is the easy drop of those three. And, you know, as I've been, I think it's hard for me to look at Cook, who got 20 touches last week, and look good, right? Like, with all the opportunities he had. So I think um, I'd still use James Cook over Juju Smith-Schuster, um, admitting that, you know, we could see a role, a situation where, you know, it's closer to a 50-50 split with Singletary. But I just don't know how, if you're um, Sean McDermott and Ken Dorsey, you go away from James Cook after he looked as good as he did last week. Great. That's so great. I'm, Thank you. I'm betting on on the coaches being able to recognize the talent on the field. Sometimes that can be, you know, that's where you get yourself into trouble. But uh, I think James Cook showed us he's the more explosive back for the Buffalo Bills. Let's try Isaac, who's in Denver. Isaac, what's going on, my man? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Love your show. Thanks for all the help, both on Twitter and through the radio show for fantasy football. Just got a well, quick thanks. Uh, running thanks back. Thanks for the kind words, question. Isaac. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. How about those crazy soccer matches, too? Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> So I got uh, James Cook, Jeff Wilson, Samaji P. Ryan, and Zonovan Knight. I also saw that Travis Homer was available, but after hearing what you said, I'm kind of leaning your way where I think it'd be too risky to put him in. But I need three of those four for running back slash flex. Yes. Um, and, yeah, and, and it's a good point. Like, Homer, that's a situation where, yeah, I'm steering clear just because all the options, most of the options you have, are pretty solid ones. Um, and I don't, I'm sure you're probably thinking some, a similar thought process when I'm about to lay out Isaac, but I, I don't love starting running backs in the same game, but I think of those guys, definitely I want to use Zonovan Knight um, because of his role. And then I think I lean towards James Cook. Samaj uh, P. Ryan with Joe Mixon back. I don't know, you know what to expect from him. I certainly would count on Mixon out touching P. Ryan. Now maybe they, they use P. Ryan in the passing game a little bit more than they used to because it's been such a, a, a it's kind of opened and unlocked the Bengals offense a little bit with P Ryan catching the ball in the backfield, but Mixon's dynamic. So P Ryan, I think you're probably, you know, limited to eight touches with him. So he's completely out. And then I, I, I laid it out earlier with Jeff Wilson, not even sure what, uh, who Mike McDaniel wants to run with as his featured guy. And I say featured like it, like that's the thing in the NFL these days, but when you've got two talented running backs, usually it's a split. So, I think with Mostert in the mix, um, I definitely think James Cooks and Zanavan Knight are the more likely guys to see the most touches today. So that's where I'd go, Isaac. 
Awesome. Appreciate it, Jeff. You have a good one. You too. Thanks for the kind words. And of course, yes, what fabulous World Cup action we had yesterday, man. Just good stuff. And all weekend long, huh? Just some phenomenal, phenomenal matches. Cannot wait for Tuesday and Wednesday when we have ourselves some great semifinal matchups. And how about those Moroccans, man? Keeping the Cinderella story going. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. One more segment for you, 312-332-3776. If you'd like to join the party, feel free. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamardu Irish Whiskey. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. The Fantasy Football Show, presented by Tullamardu Irish Whiskey on ESPN 1000. Wrap things up with you here till 9 o'clock. After me, Brian Hanley will take over, keeping it local. I'm sure there'll be plenty of discussion about uh, the Bears, NFL. I'm sure Brian has some thoughts on Major League Baseball free agency. So he's coming your way right after I'm done, done here, talking with you. Also, if you missed it, okay, at the top of the show, the big items. Lamar Jackson is going to be out until Christmas Eve. Looks like at the earliest, according to Adam Schefter. So going to be very tough to use him in your fantasy football playoffs at this point. Saquon Barkley is going to be a game-time decision. They have a noon kick the Giants do as they host the Eagles today. And you can hear that game right here on ESPN 1000 coming your way at noon. So Giants and Eagles here on ESPN 1000 today. Saquon Barkley is a 50-50 game time decision. So I am a little bit reluctant about using him if you've got some solid alternatives, understanding, of course, that Saquon Barkley is a very talented player. And when he's on the field, you do want to use him. But if you're fortunate enough to have some good options at the flex, maybe you can go ahead and use them instead. Uh, For instance, I'm using Garrett Wilson in a PPR format over Barkley today just because I don't like the matchup and I don't like the fact that he is banged up. And then finally, one more for you, Kenneth Walker, not expected to play for the Seahawks. So their backfield is going to be a triumvirate of Travis Homer, um, Godwin Buike, and who am I missing? Tony Jones Jr. So that trio will get the, the uh, bulk of the touches in the Seahawks backfield. So I don't feel comfortable using any of those, but if you have to pick one, In PPR formats, I think Travis Homer is probably your safest bet. All right, I'm going to rifle through these calls and try and get everybody in before we wrap it up here. Let's go quickly to Jordan in Wakanda. What do you got, Jordan? Hey, Jeff. I I need three wide wide receivers. I uh, go with – typically I go with Diggs, Godwin, and Devontae Smith. But I also have Jerry Judy, and with Denver probably chasing points today, I'm just wondering – and Cortland Sutton is out. I'm wondering if Jerry Judy might replace one of those other three. Uh, Yeah, you know, I I get the thought process. I think that's getting a little too cute, though, Jordan, just because, let's be honest, even if they're chasing, they've been chasing all year. And and the Broncos' defense is – they're they're stout enough where they keep them in every single game and every single week we see Russell Wilson just not really be able to deliver any meaningful fantasy stats. So I don't think you do that. I think if anything, I wait a week to see how Jerry Judy steps up into 
uh, a more featured role without Cortland Sutton, like you said, but I don't want to use him until I see him actually go off. So I would still continue to roll with Diggs, Godwin, and Smith. All right, thanks. I appreciate it, Jeff. No problem, man. Let's try uh, Ron, who's in Schaumburg. What do you got, Ron? Hey, Ron. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Um, thanks for taking my call, and thanks for mm-hmm. all your advice over the years. Um, my pleasure. I have a real dilemma with uh, wide receivers. It's not a two questions. It's just a two-part question. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm on by, and I have no wide receivers. Um, I'm think I've already made the playoffs. I'm in third place. I'm favored to win this week, 130 to 106. I'm thinking okay. of not playing a defense and just picking up uh, um, some wide receiver. The four that I'm looking at was uh, Devin Duvernay, Deta- mm-hmm. Deion Johnson, uh, McKenzie, or Corey Davis. And I'm just thinking of keeping them for the week and dropping them because I got some studs on, uh, on bye. And I feel I don't want to – defense only is going to get me five or seven points. And um, – a wide receiver so, will probably get more. Okay, so the, my, yeah, my own, so yeah, you don't want to drop any of your guys. You're kind of short a wide receiver right in your lineup, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that's probably the smart play of of if, if you're kind of like push comes to shove. Yeah, you're right. Defense. So who would absolutely. you pick out of those four? Yeah, I think I think I'd roll with uh, Deontay Johnson. I just don't Duvernay. You know, with Huntley at the quarterback, and then Corey Davis is just kind of. Um, Mike White's certainly been better, but it's a tougher matchup against the Bills, so I don't love him either. So I think I'd use uh, Deontay Johnson of those guys, Ron. Okay, thank you. Yeah, there really wasn't much, and uh, thanks for all the uh, yeah. help and advice, and again, make, getting me into the playoffs again this year. No problem, Ron. Thanks for uh, being a loyal listener. I truly do appreciate that. Let's uh, let's try Tom, who's in Bridgeport. What do you got for us, Tom? Hey, Jeff, how you doing today? I need Good, uh, one of these three great guys. Um in a non-PPR, uh, Rashad White, Damian Pierce, or Pickens as reflect non-PPR. I just need one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I don't, uh, you know, unfortunately don't love it, but I would still, I still feel pretty good about Damian Pierce over, over, the, over the other two options. Like I said, I don't know with, um, with uh, his little outburst how that's going to go over with Pickens. I do think it could potentially, you know, limit his uh, high upside today. So, and just the entire Steelers passing game limits his high upside. So, And then Rashad White, I talked about it earlier in the show. Fournette back in the mix. Seems like it's a split backfield. And with a bad Bucks offense, I don't love using either running back if I can avoid it. So I think Damian Pierce is the right play there, Tom. Let's try Gino, who's on the south side. Gino, what do you got? Hey, what's going on, Jeff? Uh, let's, let's make this uh, short and sweet. I need one out of these three for my flex. Okay. Um, Devontae Smith. Latavius Murray or Moser? And it's a PPR, right, Gino? Yeah, this is PPR. Yeah, I think you use Devontae Smith here. I understand the uh, one thing about the Eagles is they're usually pretty good about identifying the matchup they like to take advantage of and just basically beating it to death in a, in a good way for fantasy purposes if the if the guy you they're using is on your team. Now, that could either be A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith, or it's Mandel Scott when he's been healthy. I think, though, Devontae Smith is the play of those options there, Gino. All right, thanks, man. appreciate it. No problem. All right, uh, you know what? I'm going to zip through. Don't have much time to take any more calls, but quickly I will zip through them. Uh, Jeffrey on the north side wants to know, Gino Smith or Tua? Jeffrey, I would use Tua. Bill has a Tua or Herbert question. 
boy, oh boy, Bill, that one is rough, but I think I would still use Tua over Herbert. Um, but if that really is a coin flip. So uh, if, if you felt strongly about Herbert, I could, I could say go ahead and use him, but um, I would lean slightly towards Tua. Todd in Hookston wants to know Pacheco or Jeff Wilson. Um, I would use Pacheco in that scenario, Todd. Ruben wants to know Leonard Fournette, Zay Jones off of the waiver wire. Go ahead and grab uh, Fournette, Ruben, in case something happens to Rashad White. He did the guy. Zeke wants to know Garrett Wilson, Debo, Christian Kirk um, in a standard scoring league. I would use Wilson and Debo there. Bry wants to know two quarterback league. He has Lawrence Carr or Watson. I would go with Carr and Lawrence Bry. And then George and Racine. Uh, Georgie, I will have to get you in next week. Sorry, man, we ran out of time. All right. Thanks to folks for listening. Brian Hanley coming your way next. Of course, I'm with you every Sunday during the fantasy football season. The Fantasy Football Show presented by Telemardu Irish Whiskey and the fine folks at Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Thanks for listening. Hit me up on Twitter if you need, at Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. And thanks so much to Kendra Smith for doing a fabulous job producing Back of the Shop. Stick around, folks. Brian Hanley coming your way next on ESPN 1000.